Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Discoculia in a Rock Band, How Do You Measure Math Teaching, Arithmophobia or Discoculia, Kids with Discoculia Deserve Support, and Math Anxiety and What Can Be Done About It. This is our podcast for week 29 in 2017, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, to help us review the links of this weekend. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Always great to be here. We have some very interesting links again this week, and let's quickly go to the first one. Here is a link about Discoculia in a rock band. Uh, I know where actually uh, a rock band is called Discoculia, but uh, this is actually a post about them? Well, no exactly. The story is about a comparison to make it clear to like a younger audience how all those neurodiverse conditions play a part. Now, this post compares all various conditions that you can have with the people in a rock band. So, as with a rock band, there will always be more well-known players and some that are kind of more in the background, so maybe not so well-known. Now, in this case, they compare the various conditions with the well-known group Oasis. And they then say that lead singer could be compared with autism, gets the most attention and funding and is in the lights all the time, and that our dyscalculia is compared with the... Uh, original drummer from the band. Still part of it and essential, but kind of forgotten and, and not well known. So, very nice way uh, to do this comparison and definitely something that I may use in my talks with groups and presentations. Well, but, but probably um, I will compare uh, autism with Lennon and Discoculia with Ringo Starr, and that's more my kind of music. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're, uh, you're dating yourself now. <laughs> our, our next link is about uh, how do you measure math teaching? Uh, yes, how, how, how do you measure that? Uh, do teachers get report cards? Well, some people have difficulty understanding uh, what dyscalculia is, and some blame issues that children have with math just on bad teaching. Well, there's enough research done to disprove this, but it brings up a next question, actually. How do you measure math teaching? It's a very difficult question. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to measure good math teaching. Now, combining student attainment, uh, student evaluations, and a lesson observation already provides a very stable measure of math teaching. Lesson observation alone is is unreliable, I would say, but it can be improved by using multiple uh, observers, although that can be invasive in the classroom and and maybe impractical. So it's it's not that easy uh, at all. Mm -hmm. Now, several uh, possible instruments have been developed to help measure the effectiveness of math teaching. Now, a choice of these should be based on um, an identified purpose of that measurement. And decisions about teachers' employment are currently often based on inadequate measures or outcomes of national tests. And I, I really feel that that's a, that's a big issue. Now, 
many other factors than teacher effectiveness are in play. Like, like let me mention uh, school affluence and, and the resources of the parents. They, that immediately has an effect on pupil outcomes. So in summary, we know that the quality of math teaching will make a difference, and actually a very big difference, but it's, it's really hard to measure. And um, the test culture has, has uh, lately taken a large flight here in the U.S. And I think um, if we would use all this information that comes out of all those tests for um, formative assessment, so, so to shape the next lessons for the students that have been tested, we will, we will already do really well. Okay, yeah, that, that does sound a little difficult. But uh, the next link, uh, link is about arithmophobia or dyscalculia. What is arithmophobia? Yeah, it, it's, it sounds like uh, being afraid of spiders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, arachnophobia. <laughs> yeah, that's it's right. arachnophobia. Well, this post is uh, from someone who isn't actually bad at math at all and has completed education with a teacher's degree but still is not really feeling comfortable with numbers and has other people helping with uh, paying bills, etc. Now, arithmophobia is, is a big uh, new word. It's even difficult to pronounce. Um, and it would be the condition where you are not happy uh, or, or actually very unhappy uh, doing any activity with numbers. Like all phobias, you can certainly work around it and avoid contact with numbers, but it will make your life pretty difficult because, yeah, in, in our current life, uh, numbers are all around. Yeah. So my advice would be that when people have an anxiety about numbers or math, they should actively work on remediation because they can get help. And it may even be completely resolved. It may take us some time, but they will be so much more happier after that. So it, it's a pity not to go that route. And very often people with dyscalculia also develop an anxiety for math as it confronts them with something they, they're not really good at. So remediation of dyscalculia will also help with that anxiety. And as they will grow more confident in their skills of dealing with numbers, Yes, if listeners recognize themselves in this profile as described in the post, make sure you take some action and, and get help in, in working on your anxiety. It, you can definitely make progress and uh, get over this. Absolutely. We are talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoculiaServices.com, and we are looking at the links provided on our website, DiscoculiaHeadlines.com. The next link says, kids with dyscalculia need our support. Well, that's that's pretty obvious, right? Yes, absolutely. That That's definitely one of our, our big goals. And I would say it seems obvious. But unfortunately, thousands of children still suffer every day in classrooms and have problems with math due to an undiagnosed uh, condition like dyscalculia. So please don't let them suffer. Be proactive. Uh, get them uh, screened and tested, get them their accommodations and help and find a tutor. 
um, the trouble with math should be taken seriously and a quick test will give you information that, that could lead to avoiding uh, a childhood with trouble that, that even spills over into adulthood. That, that's really a big issue that we see so often. Now we definitely provide all the resources, there are other uh, providers as well obviously and uh, you can do a test online at, uh, at our website discoculiatesting.com which we have um, expanded uh, lately and teachers and counselors can also go to discoculiaaware.org to get all the information they need about the condition and, and even do an awareness training themselves. Yeah, with a certificate, yeah. etc. It's a whole, whole thing. Fantastic. That brings us to our last link, and it brings us back to the topic of math anxiety and what can be done about it. Well, a conference was held, and, and one of the tips a specialist um, gave, I, I really want to pass it on. Well, please read the whole article in the link and, and download the conference papers for much more information, but here's the tip. And uh, this teacher said, I use uh, Facebook for setting up study groups for my uh, students. And my idea is to uh, alleviate, to help them with their math anxiety, by connecting with the students without intruding into their personal territory. So I, I'm not planning to, that teacher says, I'm not planning to become their Facebook friends. This is a specific um, study group. And Facebook allows academics to use that online system for posting topics for discussions, addressing students' uh, questions, or even upload their uh, study material, and you can also monitor their, uh, their progress. Now, uh, these study groups are easy to set up, and they promote um, yeah, inclusive education. Everybody can access it in their, in their own time and their own pace. Now, it's a platform students are used to, and, and, uh, and they like it. Now, I think it's a, it's a great attempt to help with anxiety issues through a modern uh, medium, although maybe by now uh, high school students are moving away from Facebook to other social media. So I guess it's a continuum. We need to uh, be uh, active and uh, keep uh, reaching out to them using the vehicles that they like at that moment but I, I just wanted to uh, mention this is a wonderful initiative yeah the platform keeps on moving and our work continues thank you Dr. Schroeder for your insights Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services you can follow her on Twitter and Facebook she maintains bo boards both on Pinterest and Flipboard and she runs five free webinars, and all information about that is at webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com. If you want to know if you have discoculia, you can do the free discoculia screener on her website, discoculiaservices.com, or get a more comprehensive math and discoculia screening test at discoculiatesting.com. Finally, Dr. Schroeder's ebooks are available on Amazon, and you can find the link on shop.discoculiaservices.com or go to Amazon and search for Dr. Schroeder. 
Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoculiaHeadlines.com. You can find us on the web at DiscoculiaHeadlines.com and we are on Twitter at DiscoculiaHead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at DiscoculiaHeadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.